As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. to another edition of Second Chance Coaching. As always, it is my pleasure to join you on another week of your re-entry journey from whichever corner of the world you're listening from. We always remain humble and excited that you've decided to spend part of your week with us. This week marks our first week back at the college, which includes, of course, the first week of classes. Um, that's, that's been pretty good to getting to meet uh, a new exciting crop of students. And as I'm recording today's podcast, I will actually, on the day that I'm recording, we'll be getting ready to attend our monthly HOA board meeting tonight. And tomorrow morning, I will start teaching speech as an adjunct instructor at the new state institution that I told you that I'd be going to. And I'm really excited about that and looking forward to meeting another new crop of students. But as it pertains to the condo HOA meeting, as you're listening to this, it happened last night. So this podcast drops on a Friday and it happened last night but I'm recording it before the meeting actually took place. So I did meet with the property manager this week, and I can tell you that the assessment that the building is looking to get is worse than I originally thought it was going to be. So I'm sure it's going to be quite the fiery meeting this evening. And at the time of recording, as I indicated, only myself, the property manager, and our accounting firm knows exactly what this assessment is likely going to look like. The rest of the building will probably hear about this assessment tomorrow or some figures or parameters. And while it's a bite for me as well, I truly hope that no one in the community is even going to even complain about it, as this is the result of the financial suicide that they committed at our budget meeting last month in December. Well, you know, if they complain, I will happily remind them (laughs) that this wound was self-inflicted. The other major agenda item for for tonight's meeting would be to meet our building engineer to review the revised bids for the necessary work that needs to be done for the 40-year certification work that needs to be done on the building. As always, I'm keeping this in prayer and and I'm being proactive as I navigate through these challenges and dynamics, you know, with this building. As for me, I'm just going to make sure that God is continuing to lead me in the right decisions and helping me lead the board and, and building appropriately through this tough time. Yes, you know, I am running for president of the HOA again, because really I just want to live in a peaceful, vibrant, and sustainable community to the extent that I could contribute to that, as well as, of course, to protect my investment. 
We have a long way to get there, but, you know, I'm confident with prayer. We'll absolutely get there. Oh, another thing. As a reminder, from a programming standpoint here at Second Chance Coaching, next week is our final week of programming prior to our mid-season break. After next week, we'll have a seven-week break, and then we'll resume programming for the last five episodes of Season 5. And that, and that will commence on Wednesday, March 13th, the last five episodes of Season 5. We look forward to you joining us again next week and then having that and then we have that break and then we go into the last five weeks of season five. That'll go from March thirteenth through April the twentieth. And transitioning to our conversation for today, I was having a conversation the other day about politics and actual and actually the US presidential election with a work colleague. Oh boy, talking politics and elections with somebody. I know what you must be thinking. How did that actually go? It was interesting. This was the same person that I told you a few weeks ago uh, when we did the uh, podcast on reentry myths. This is the same person who has, who has so many preconceived notions about reentry, and certainly we don't share the same political philosophy. So you know that this was a pretty interesting conversation. But even with those differences, the opportunity to learn was present for me, and after listening to him, I realized that the things that are important to us is that we just really want our public servants to work for us, and we didn't feel that much different when it came to that. And if we and we want them to concentrate on the everyday issues that really shape our daily lives. For example, I live in the state of Florida, and and I've seen many people leave the state of Florida over the last few years, and and the reasons why I've seen people leave is certainly due to due to high taxes high property taxes, high cost of electricity, gas prices, and, and the seemingly never-ending rising cost of insurance. As me and this work colleague continued our discussion, I, and then I was uh, spearheading, and then we agreed on the fact that the things we want our public service to do is to change what I've mentioned in the past. And that's such issues, once again, that I'll talk to you about as the rising cost of property insurance, cost of groceries, you know, the environment, you know, do something about the environment with the excessive heat that's going on, mental health issues, you know, companies charging crazy subcharges and fees for all kinds of stupid stuff. You know, we want to increase the concentration on our school curriculum to study money management and economics. Um, we want to increase the minimum wage. We want to have a cure for the housing crisis, not only including the nationwide issue of homelessness, but also the expensive dynamics of home and condo ownership, especially here in Florida. And that's going to be, that's really due to the lack of boundaries and regulations from our state legislature. Now, my, my additional issues in this conversation included reentry issues and, and lack of gun control, reproductive rights, which is looking like it's going to be on the ballot in South Florida, or not even South Florida, it's going to be on the ballot in the state of Florida this coming, this coming election cycle. So we'll see how that goes. Certainly, I'm, a, I'm concerned about attacks on higher education and really how we address the sustainability of our environment. Those are my additional issues that I wanted to deal with. But the issues we'd agreed on, like insurance, taxes and groceries, et cetera, this is what directly affects all of us. And really, and it affects all of us indiscriminately. These are issues that likely won't make the front page of the paper because it's not sensational enough. But our common thread amongst these issues is why we should keep 
is why we should continue to keep the pressure on our public servants because these are the things that make a difference for us. Well, you know, that's enough for that, but we'll have plenty of time to advocate for that. But let's continue to transition specifically to today's topic and really a crucial part of one's reentry journey. This is when this is when we have to sit there and think to ourselves, when is the time to let go? Let go of an unproductive relationship or friendship. You know, when does that happen? When should it happen? When when you know, when you come home from being away for so long or however long you was away, you try to come back and, and build back some normalcy in your life. But at the same time, when do you make you know at the same time, where do you make these changes? And in other cases, you know, who makes the cut or who doesn't make the cut in your life? You know, some friendships before your reentry journey um, were beneficial to you. But now, on your reentry journey, sometimes those same friendships and relationships might no longer serve any purpose for several reasons. You know, when I first came home, I picked up where I left off with some friendships and others just ended. And others just ended because they because they might be different, but most definitely I became different. You know, I was a new person. You know, there was some really there was some tough conversations that took place with soon to be former friends. Certainly starting with the individual who testified against me. It was a really tough conversation we had. I had tough conversations with people who didn't believe in me nor my innocence. And 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 basically others whose journey is just now different than mine. You know, our experiences have put us in different places. You know, in my doctoral program, fast forwarding to my doctoral program, I had discourse, I had some discourse with one of my friends and we didn't speak to each other and we made peace literally right there on the floor on graduation day, right there on the floor of the auditorium. And, you know, and it was, it felt good to make that peace. And, and what we were arguing about was just so silly. Now, there are times in which a friendship is let go, but it can be rekindled, like in this case. But I was talking to a friend of mine this past week in which we talked about how the holiday season in particular is a good way to reunite with folks you normally don't see. My friend talked to me about how he ended a romantic relationship, as was not everything he had hoped for when he rekindled it. I shared with him some disappointment in the failing or friendship that I had as well over the holiday season, and I did not see how it would be rekindled due to the way the friendship had failed. But one of the principles and values that is important to me that I shared with him was respect. It seemed like the stories that he shared with me and the stories I shared with him, there seemed to be that lack of respect or the, the standpoint of the lack of respect that the people on the other end had for us. I certainly look, I will certainly say this, I, I really look to give everyone their just due respect and really go above and beyond that. You know, you have the minimum level of respect and I want to even go beyond that. And if there's, and, and believe me, if there's a time that I fall short, it's my hope that I'm told that I'm falling short and I can have an opportunity to make up for it. Um, but being disrespected, like being hung up on the phone, is highly disrespectful. And for me, there's just no coming back from that. Um, when you look at where you are in life and you look at where you are on your reentry journey, dealing with negative and unproductive forces 
continue to make you waste more of that precious resource and commodity you involuntarily spent during incarceration. And that, and that commodity is time. You don't have no more time to waste. Because maybe it's age, maybe it's maturity, maybe it's just the foundation of experience. But where, but there, but there were folks that I met post incarceration that were outstanding folks who I still value today. But there are also those folks that I had to recognize that the friendship was not built for the long run that we weren't making. And right now, you might find yourself in that situation. Are you in a relationship or friendship that's just you know you're at a crossroads in your mind? And you're thinking about, is this even worth it? Is this the end of that relationship? And, but is it, worth, is it worth saving? Is it worth salvaging? You know, according to WebMD.com, there are common signs in which one can see that, 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 that tell us that it's time to move on from a friendship. So the, the, there are some six signs that, that I want to share with you. Number one, you're not a priority to that person anymore. You know, there's no effort on your friend's part. They're hard to reach and or don't seem to be interested when it's time for you guys to get together. Number two, you don't connect to the same level anymore. You don't see things the same way anymore. Number three, you give more than you take. That's something that has to be corrected right away. Number four, your friend is disrespectful and mean or mean. No, no room for that. Number five. Your friend is dishonest or holds back information. That's bad business. <laughs> Number six, you have to downplay your accomplishments to make them feel better. So they don't feel like, you know what, nobody, not everybody, I always get this all the time, not everybody has to go to college to show they're smart. You're right. Not everybody has to go to college to demonstrate their intelligence. But why do you have to say it almost to say it? Like those of us who went to college, like should feel ashamed of our college accomplishments. And how do you go about ending this friendship? You know, you, you see the six signs about whether or not, you know, it may be time to move on. But there's two things that WebMD tells us. Number one, you know, just let it go. And number two, talk about it. Try to talk about it with that person that you're thinking that is going to become a former former friend. And how can you reach an amicable agreement? How can you get to a place where the two of you are back on the same page? Now, once you do that, is is it permanent that the make that you guys have made up, or is it permanent that you're not talking to one another and you can be friends again with that person? I mean, not all friend breakups are permanent. Sometimes all people need is time for healing or whatever it is that they're going through. Concentrate on new things and projects and different focuses to pursue. And if it's meant to be, you know, that friendship will be resurrected. But at the end of the day, the reentry journey just has a lot of opportunities for success and pitfalls. A lot of that is determined by the circle of folks we surround ourselves with, who we allow in our circle, and who we determine must exit our circle. Your success in this part of your reentry journey is paying attention to these details and having the courage to stand up for yourself and your peace. I want to thank you again. Always uh, be willing to share time with me. Thank you for continuing to spread Second Chance Coaching to your friends, family, and loved ones. I really appreciate that you're with us. I thank you again for joining us, and I look forward to spending time with you again next week. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. 
In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.